I have never been one for introduction, so I really don't know what to say for things like this. So very quickly, I'm just gonna say, this is What's Up With Football. I'm your host, Glitter, and no one's listening. But if you are, please share it. A lot has happened yesterday. The transfer deadline day was crazy to see the list of seeing moves from left, right, center, unexpected moves. I mean, the move of job, Marcelo to Bayern. It's been crazy and I'm just going to do a recap quickly and again give my unfiltered opinion on all of these transfers and what I think based on my analysis. So if you have not subscribed to the channel, please do. If you are listening to this on Apple Podcasts, please rate the podcast and follow so you don't miss when I post. I make videos and upload podcasts every day. I want to be your football plug. Help me do that. Now let's get right into the transfer. Let's start with the big money one into Fernandes to Chelsea. He has broken the British transfer record with the 120 million euros. Best of all, I think Todd Bully and the other guy focusing his name right now, I think they are doing a fantastic job. They have hacked the financial fair play system and it's quite interesting. Uh, they're going to pay off this money over eight years. And so Fernandes has a contract till 2030 and that's quite crazy. I mean, I didn't see contracts giving for that long. Only Chelsea does this with, with Kepa. I think they gave him a seven-year deal when he came. Possibly that's what Abramovich did. Is it even possible that Abramovich is the one funding that bully from behind? That'd be crazy, no? Anyways, on to the next. On to the next. No. I said this on my Instagram. I don't, I don't think it's going to be possible for Enzo Fernandez to hit the ground running. I just think it's going to be too much of a jump. I know everybody says like he played well in the World Cup and he was the young player of the tournament. I mean, yeah, but James Rodriguez was as well. And it's, it might not be a perfect comparison because James did well at Madrid for some time. But this guy is coming from Benfica. I mean, if you check his statistics, not so great at the moment. I'm going to do a detailed video on this, but I'm just going to run through uh, the transfers that happened yesterday. So Enzo Fernandez won 20 million pounds. In my opinion, it's not going to do enough. It's not going to be able to re even replace Jorginho. Talk, talk more of to to make an impact in that Chelsea side. I don't think he's ready for the Premier League. I, I guess that will tell if uh, I'm wrong or right. Another big transfer that happened in the Premier League, not financially of course, but this was the signing of Marcel Sabitzer from Bayern Munich to Manchester United. Interesting transfer, in my opinion. Also, very important because uh, Ericsson was out injured or is out injured, so it's going to be a problem to replace him. And then you can see why uh, Manchester United will go and tie a player like that. It's one of the best box to box players in the world, in my opinion. But he has fallen out of favor at, at Bayern under Julian Nagelsmann, so it's quite, it's quite understandable to see why he would want to run to Manchester and play while Eriksen is injured. But it's only a long move, so you might see him go back to Bayern after the season is over. Or maybe Manchester United can just uh, make his transfer permanent if he does well under this loan spell. But I think it's a fantastic signing, in my opinion. That's a 10 out of 10 signing, just in my opinion. Uh, this one is a signing that I think is a signing for us. Uh, that's your Cancelo, even Manchester City to Bayern Munich. In my opinion, Cancelo is, is an integral part of Pep Guardiola's team. Well, I can't seem to understand why they would let 
Chuck and Celo leave to Bayern, especially now that they are chasing the title. I don't see a real replacement in that squad. I only see Netanaki. I, I, I really don't see it. I can never understand the transfer. For Bayern, it's, it's a great signing because uh, Benjamin Pavard has not been informed. Uh, he wasn't informed at the World Cup and he hasn't seemed to recover. Masrawi has the heart problem, as I remember. So they are quite lacking in that area. Akimish plays in the midfield now, so it's a, it's a fantastic signing. And now I think Bayern are very dangerous with with Alfonso Davis on the left and now Joe Cancelo on the right. I I think he has a sixty-one million pound uh, buy option at the end of the loan spell. I think personally they're going to activate that buy back close, and it's going to be interesting to see what happens from there. But Bayern actually are going to be very dangerous right now with both fullbacks in Alfonso Davis and Joe Cancelo. Another big one, another big one is Jorginho to Arsenal. Brilliant signing. Arteta and Edu have done it again. You might not know, but Thomas Partey and Jorginho actually have very, very similar stats. They, they do almost the same thing on the pitch. I'm going to make a separate video about this, so please subscribe so you don't miss that video. It's going to drop sometime later today. Jorginho and Partey in the Arsenal midfield amazing and they've gotten him for what 12 million pounds this guy is proven he's he's an european champion he's the premier league uh he's the champions league winner sorry he's a serial winner he's very experienced i mean to get that kind of player for 20 million for 12 million pounds sorry uh we, he did deal on to 2024 i think that's quite amazing i know he has an option to sign for it for that year so that's great that's great for him personally i think he's going to do uh very well at at arsenal i think he can just help them so to get over the line. Thinking about it, I think it might be a better option than Saicedo. He's more experienced. He can play he can play football. No, he can play ball. So man. Amazing signing there from Arsenal. In my opinion, another 10 out of 10 signing this transfer window. Considering that they couldn't get uh Saicedo. One lucky transfer that happened was that uh Sambi Lukonga left to Crystal Palace. In my opinion, that guy was never going to play for Arsenal again this season. Uh, in the last game, he just looked out of sorts and it's great that he's going to go to Crystal Palace, you know, maybe to get to get some playing time. I think that's needed, you know, I think he, he, he lacks the experience now to be able to play at a team like Arsenal, especially at this stage where they are chasing for the title. So it's great for Sabido Konga to go where there's less pressure on him. He can get some, some games under his belt. I think I think that's a great deal. For, for both parties, I mean, in Crystal Palace and, and Sambi Lukonga. Ah, another one that happened in the other side of London. Pedro Poro to Tottenham Hotspur. That's great. That's a great one. That's a great one. I mean, we saw Jet Spence, who signed from the championship last at the beginning of this season. Uh, he left the club on loan to get some games under his belt. Uh, Doherty also left to Atletico Madrid and uh, the transfer window. So, Pedro Poro was a very good good signing for for Tottenham. Uh, I'm aware there were some complications in the transfer, but it's great that they've gotten that over the line. Now it's quite interesting to see how much of an impact he can make. Considering that Antonio Conte's fullbacks are quite yeah, important to his style of coaching, to his playing style. So it's a great signing in my opinion. One of the craziest teams in the Premier League this season is Nottingham Forest. They've probably signed about 24 players in the transfer win deadline day. They have added 
Kilo Navas and Juncho Selby. That takes them to about 24 players, over 150 million euros spent at the moment. It's great to see now that they're not in, in the relegation spot. They're around 13th on the Premier League table now. So it's, it's good that the money they're spending is working for them. But 24 players, that's two 11s. Another one uh, is that Hector Bellerin has moved to Sporting Lisbon for Barcelona. He's still 27. I thought it was going to be a lot older. That guy's been around for a very long time. It's a shame injury has uh, messed up his career, but I I hope he can get some some good games on his belt. You know, probably rejuvenate his his career over there in in Portugal. I feel sorry for Everton. I feel sad. It's painful to see what's happening to Everton. And Pon Onoachu rejected them and went to Southampton instead. That's painful to hear. Can you think of Everton's new coach? He's Sean Dyche. Uh, Paul Onoachu will have been a very good uh, player for Sean Dyche's style of play. I mean, we saw him at Burnley with Chris Woods and Ashley Barnes, if I'm, if I'm correct. Uh, so, the... They usually like to play long balls, they usually like to fight for the ball on the air, play 4 4 2. That's from Dutch, this way of playing. So, Onwatch will have been a very good signing, especially with Cover Lewin. But, you I mean he has chosen to go to Southampton? And then, one of my best transfers this season to Luaruko Dari has gone to replace him again. They chose to fail uh, for Tolu, but I believe I'm confident that this guy can do it. I mean, I've seen him play in Latvia and moving to Germany. And went to Amienta now, he's in Genk. So I'm, I'm curious to see what he's gonna do over there at Genk. So, why does this leave Everton now? They didn't get the transfers they needed. Sondage is not going to have the players he wanted. Uh, Everton promised him three or four players before the window ended, but they lost all of those targets and they were not able to bring uh, these guys into the team. Let me know in the comments if you think that Sondage will be able to keep Everton up with the players that he has at the moment, I think Everton have enough quality to, to stay in the Premier League. I think so, personally. I just think there's still a lot of this happening in the background at Everton. I think I think that it's just, I think it's just going to be a lot, but Sean Dice is a good coach. Not saying that Frank Lampard isn't, but I think they need to go back to basics and that's what Sean Dice is. They play very basic football. I mean, Sean Dice's teams. They play very very basic and i think that's what everything needs to go back to back to the basics so we'll see we'll see how that how that goes let's talk about a few transfers that didn't happen one i would have been happy to see was sofian amrabat from fiorentina to barcelona that would have been amazing but i best just feel like there's a problem in la liga i mean the la liga president javier tebas I think he just has a lot of policies that are not favorable for La Liga. I mean, with the financial fair play and all of those. Let the clubs just, let, it, let them just handle their finances themselves. You don't have to put all of those regulations. I mean, Chelsea has spent more than the whole of the Bundesliga in January alone. Let these guys just do what they want to do. They're going to go back. Let them go, man. They, they couldn't... Uh, Barcelona couldn't sign Amrabat because they couldn't put an obligation to buy for £30 million in the contract. They wanted just an option and then Fiorentina didn't accept these terms. They wanted an obligation to buy or a permanent transfer for Sofian Amrabat or they wouldn't let him go. On Amrabat's part, it would have been 
a fantastic move for him but things happen you know it doesn't just go your way sometimes so he scores also meant to move to Union Berlin but for some reason that didn't happen was it Sacedo didn't happen there's a lot of transfers that could have happened that made me very happy but it is what it is and it says the world of football so without much further ado that's what's up in football please leave a like please share and watch out for my video on the Thomas party and continue comparison see you again tomorrow peace